Kaz Anvar played Alex Kamal in the underrated series The Expanse, which finished on Prime Video. It started on Sci-Fi. He also starred in The Strain and How to Get Away with Murder. We spoke in 2018. Man, I've seen the first two episodes and oh no, have you? Oh my uh, god. Oh my god. Oh man. That looks good, huh? I I tell you, it's this is one of the best shows on television, period. It's just, Oh, thanks, man. I mean the writing and what <laughs> you guys do, man, it's just uh it's it's a perfect storm. It really is. It's Thank you. If people could bottle well, it. We are very proud of it, my friend. We are very proud of it and we're very excited about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, one of my favorite lines from last year was uh, the barbecue line that uh, Kamal has. That's pretty funny. Firing up the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That was great. We can talk about the first episode because it's already out there. Mm-hmm. But the second one, we'll maybe just throw some hints. Obviously, for Kamal, the message to his family. Talk about that scene, and you know, it's emotional and. Really, we learn a lot of where his sympathies and loyalties lie, too. So, t- Yeah, absolutely. The, the really interesting thing about Alex is, as, as all the people who are on the, the Canterbury, all the Rossi crew, they're all misfits, they're all broken and damaged and running from their past, including yeah. Alex. You didn't really get to get a lot of his backstory in the first two seasons. You got a little hint of it. Yeah. <clears throat> but now he's grown a lot in the past two years. He has... Mm-hmm. Um, He's gone from being a glorified bus driver to one of the best fighter pilots in the system. And that has allowed him to find the confidence to face his fears and face himself and face his failures. Yeah. Um, and he kind of sees those failures as you saw in that scene. Mm-hmm. He sees those failures as being the failure as a husband, the failure as a father. Um, I think he even sees himself a bit of a failure as a, as a Martian, uh, because he never really did the things that good Martians are supposed to do, which is, populate the planet and terraform and serve in the military. He'd serve in the military, but not in the way that he felt he should have. That particular kettle was starting to boil, and it started, and it boiled over. He's been through so much uh, in season two that I guess he didn't feel good letting those stones remain unturned. There is more with Kaz Anvar in a moment. Yeah, it was a great scene. Really a great scene. We we got you know, another layer was peeled away and we we mm-hmm. saw the man kind of stripped down a little bit to who he really was and uh we haven't seen that. I mean he's very good at kind of uh, keeping that cool veneer as a as any fighter pilot has to. But uh it yeah. that was nice to see it stripped away. It was really, really cool. And and now there's a war. So woo Yep, we are at war. Man, I'll tell you, Sean Doyle, he really maneuvers, I'll tell you. <laughs> what a great actor. Too. Yeah, he's terrific. He's terrific. I talked to him because he was in a, a show with Anna Paquin recently, and he, he enjoyed his time on The Expanse, definitely. It's it's a whole nother ball game right now, and uh, really looking forward to seeing. And we'll, episode two, we can hint that we'll learn more about the proto-matter a little bit, too. So, and what's going on? So that should be that's interesting too. That's like a, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, protomolocrap. Yeah, is that what you guys call it? <laughs> that's what I call it. <laughs> you know, actually, before we uh, we go on to the expanse, I gotta commend you for your work on uh, the strain too. That was uh, you had some really intense final scenes there, and those were pretty cool. 
Thank you. That was a very difficult, very difficult series to do, a very difficult character to play. Yeah. Uh, based, based on, um, based on, uh, actual interviews with collaborators from World War II. Wow. People who actually, Jews that actually helped the Nazis set up the concentration camps. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> so it was a very ugly journey to go on, but, uh, I think it was important because it really reflects what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. No, definitely. You know, with people just kind of blindly following and not challenging their, their authority and their leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, basically he was selling out his wife. I mean, that's a, that's pretty amazing. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That was a, that was that was awesome. Oh was, my god! Awesome. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> terrible. But a great series, great end. I thought they had a, at least another year left in them, but you know, these, mm. this is television, and that's how it works. So yep. The in the Expanse, uh, the Rossi went through some uh, a bit of a name change there too. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't stick. <laughs> I don't want to be calling. <laughs> I don't want to be calling my 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 ship. The Highness. Yeah, I know what you mean. Man, uh, what was it like when you guys got all back together to, to start shooting season three? Oh, great. I mean, it, it often feels that, uh, that we never left. Vintage Can, Vintage Kaz and Var interview returns in a moment. And, I mean, did you, did you guys do any read-throughs before the first episode at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're always rehearsing. Mm-hmm. We're always rehearsing. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. I mean, the the chemistry and the bounce between you guys, the, it's like watching a great tennis match where guys are serving back and forth. And, uh, I mean, it, especially the Rossi crew is, uh, I mean, the dynamics, very different personalities. And what's coming out, too, now is, it, you know, they have different loyalties. And we'll see that with Alex a little bit, too, coming up. Uh, but certainly with Naomi, uh, she's she's a belter. and she still has a, a, a great attachment to that, and that's causing a strain a little bit with Holden, but uh, that's very realistic, too, that people have yeah. these loyalties. Yeah, it's uh, very human. We've got mm-hmm. a very human uh, human writing team that uh, that makes sure that we don't lose our humanity. Well, I can we can say that uh, in episode two, there, it, your new cast member joins very talented Elizabeth Mitchell, and she is mm-hmm. phenomenal. In, in in the brief scenes we saw her in, she already has made an impact. I like she's one of those characters you say we can say that stirs the soup a little bit without giving anything away. But that, I think people will will hook into her character right away. Oh yeah, yeah, she's terrific, and her character is terrific as well. Did you get a chance to meet her? I know you, you're in space. And she's yeah, we, we we hung out. We, we we get to work together a little bit in the season, and uh, we we did uh, even socialize a little bit. Oh, that's nice. Outside of work, which was fun. <clears throat> she's a super sweet, sweet woman. Great actress. Incredibly generous. Really, really down to earth, grounded person. Really enjoyed enjoyed uh, getting to know her. And uh, we're gonna see some uh, fancy flying in episode two, also. There you go. Let's do it. Alex doing what he does best, man. I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's amazing. No, and, and that's another thing too is what you guys are doing in the in the cockpit and all, and then the effects back up what you guys do. And uh, there's no drop off. Great special effects. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, Bob Monroe and Spin and all the VFX people have uh, really, really outdone themselves. Mm-hmm. 
we can say that there's some space at work, unfortunately, <laughs> coming up as well. So not always the best. I know, but <laughs> it's uh, it's going it's going really well with this show. So yes, it is. Fingers, fingers crossed. It's realistic too, actually. Yeah, no, we have uh, we have uh, the most real science in uh, in all of science fiction television. Mm-hmm. Well, Nareen Shankar comes from a science background. So, um, I mean, he used to be an advisor on Star Trek The Next Generation, and then became a producer and writer, as he is on your show. So, um, he, you know, he comes from that, and I know that Osby, you know, Hank Hawk Osby and, and Mark Fergus did a lot of research yeah. science, you know, from the <laughs> science end of it, and as yeah. well as the authors. So, you guys are in, you, you might get a lot of jargon, but it's nine times out of ten, it's fairly accurate as to what's going on. They really, they really do their science research and they really do their, their space research. They, there's a lot of, uh, really cool, very informative, very educational and very exciting stuff that you get to learn about, about space and space travel. So, do you think Alex, uh, minds either way to, uh, well, I don't want to, I, I don't want to give too much away, but theoretically speaking, do you, does he trust the folks on Tycho? I don't think he can fully trust anyone, if you're not a belter, I don't think you can fully trust uh, an organization that's run by belters, especially uh, one that has <clears throat> got a heavy OPA kind of hand in it. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, a mutual healthy respect between the two of them, and I think we work for each other, and there, there's like a there's a formal business relationship, but I don't know that you could, I don't think anyone would ever say, I would trust my life into, uh, into Fred Johnson's hands or anything. Yeah, yeah. What about Mars? Does he? Is there some guilt lying with him with Mars? I mean, you mentioned it briefly a little bit. Say that again. Does he have any guilt about you know, you know, Mars and not doing what he's supposed to be doing for them? Um. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's part of his that's part of his baggage. I mean, the guilt that he has as a husband and as a father. It's it's it goes it gets extended into his guilt as a Martian for sure. Very cool. I I can certainly say without I'm not going to give anything away, but man, at the end of episode two, there is a WTF moment. But it was also for me a jump up and down moment because I saw something I wanted to happen happen. <laughs> so I won't give oh, yeah. it away. But man, All that, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's that's going to create a very interesting dynamic on the uh, on the Rossi for sure. That's, yeah, yeah. I know you can't say anything right now, but but yeah, that that's that was a that was a really cool way to end an episode. So can't can't wait to see what happens uh, what happens next. Has uh, is there has there been any hint as to uh, the possibility of another season, or is it too early to Not even yet. talk about it? Yeah, it's, no, it's too early. It's too early to talk. We'll, uh, as soon as we know, we can be guaranteed you'll know. Yeah. Have you uh have you had any contact with the writers as far as where they're taking Alex at all? Uh not for season four, no. But for season three we talked a lot. Oh yeah? Yeah, cool. You no, we, we normally uh we normally just get a very vague outline of what we're gonna be doing and things change a lot as uh as we're writing. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> but I I usually have a, a sit down at the beginning of each season and talk about what I'm thinking with our showrunner, Maureen Shankar, and yeah. usually that gets in, in, included in the show. Hi, this is Jamie Bamber. Hey, this is Katie Sackoff. Hi, I'm Tom O'Panikin. I play Hilo on the hit television series, Battlestar Galactica. 
and uh, you're listening to Sci-Fi Talk. If I have one complaint, I'm, 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 I, it's disappointing that I had to wait for till April for the Expanse to come back because it seemed like a long time. But I know the show is effects heavy and stuff like that, and that takes a little bit of time. But it was, it seemed like a long wait. That's the VFX, and it's the uh, nature of working on a small station. Mm-hmm. Um, they they take their time to to reorder the new season, so that delays us in starting up again. Yeah, so we'll try and make it better for season four. Well, I know it's not totally in you guys' hands, so I'm, I'm not yeah. I'm not dinging you guys too much on that at all. It was uh, it was it's great that they are back, and uh, man, I, that that first episode just. Right off the bat, just started off awesome. strong. I'm and, so glad, and it only gets better from here. And I love the, um, I love the new opening credits too. Pretty cool. Nice, eh? Yeah, yeah. Kind of uh, Game of Thronesish <laughs> in space a little bit, which was cool. <laughs> I, I dug it. Yeah. So, anything that uh, you can hint to us uh, about what's coming up for Alex? Um, all I'll tell you is that the, the the show is like a it's like a runaway locomotive. It just keeps escalating as the season goes on. It gets it gets faster and faster and more intense. So, um, it is uh, it is going to end in a mind blowing climax by the time we get to the end of the season. So I can't wait till people see it. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us if it's going to be a cliffhanger or not? Uh, it will be. Ah, wow! It'll be it'll be an incredible revelation and cliffhanger all in one. Wow, wow. Oh, man. Can't wait for that. But I'm enjoying so far, so I don't want to get too far ahead. But that sounds great. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, talk about a runaway train. The first two episodes, there's uh, enough action and political intrigue to keep anybody riveted. Believe me. Yeah. It was like I'm ready for the third episode already, and I've only seen the first two. But it was terrific. And and all of you are doing a splendid job. So certainly congratulate you on that. Thank you. Well, great to talk to you again, and uh, hopefully we'll see you at Comic-Con again this year. Yes, sir, I will. (laughs) All right. You take care now. Sci-Fi Talk Plus is a great podcasting gift. It's not only for yourself, but also for your friends and family. There's over 900 episodes that are commercial-free, uncut, and even special programs. The best part, it's free, but it is going to be for a limited time. Click on the link in the show notes for that free lifetime access, but it is limited, so act soon. This is Tony Tolado.